Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Monday afternoon, Ham Live on YouTube. I'm Guy. That's John. If you're watching on YouTube, it's great to have you. Like it. Subscribe to it. Check out the podcast down in the description below. There was some talk that we might turn this act. It was planned to be a YouTube Live, and now there's so many meaty topics that we're thinking about just making it a podcast. So if we do make it a podcast and you listen to this, we appreciate you being here. Uh, leave us a review. Apple Podcasts, five stars. Get in the mailbag. Holler at your boys. And, um, you know, ask us a question. Why not throw it on one of the other revenue streams? You know, would, where else can we be, put it? Would that be prudent to our unborn children? I don't think it would. So I think we need to. Yeah. So we're, uh, what else do we, other revenue streams we haven't, um, explored we got, a, yet? We got another one we're working on. You know, we're just you, more. Oh, I've, yeah. I've, I've heard most average millionaires have seven. So, okay. We got, we do have one. Where we're, oh, God, I can't wait to talk about this. Yeah. It's just gonna. T- it's gonna take. Some, we got some work to do, guys. Got to take some effort <laughs> on our part. Yeah. Uh, what's up, everybody? Great to have you. Uh, we got topics today. We got stuff going on. Phil Mickelson just got two hundred mil. <laughs> yeah, actually, he gets one sixty. Forty goes immediately to cover gambling debts, and then he gets the one sixty. I heard someone say establish residency in Saudi Arabia and then not have to pay tax. That'd be. Nice. I, I've heard one thing they've done. And I, I don't think, you know, obviously DJ and Phil ain't telling everyone the details of the financial arrangements or the advances. Like, let's say Taylor Gooch got $25 million. We give you $25 million. I give you an advance. But if you you earn 10 of that is a true advance, the other 15, like, I'm basically comping you for the money you're going to earn playing. You have to come to all this. And if you win $15 million playing, I've already paid you that money. Shit like that. Wait, with that guy, is how it works? Well, with some of them, with got with guys like him, with Phil and DJ, like some people think that DJ got 125 million and the next like 25 million will be part of like his winning. You know, it's just I, I mean, you can schedule a contract however you want. I don't think it's just true. Here's 200 million dollars and then if Phil wins this weekend, he gets four. It, it might have already paid him the advance for a little while. And when you pay it numbers at that high, you think Phil's going to complain like where's my four when I just got 200? Yeah. You know? He may need every dollar. Phil's a bad example, but like I, you know, some of the other guys that fall under like a, you know, a Kevin Na or whatever might have got twenty million dollars, but ten of it's a true advance. The other ten covers future winnings, which you would take, right? Money now, better than money in the future. Yeah, you would, but still, it would kind of suck when you win an event and just. Oh but wait, that, we already but, paid you for that one six months ago. We, we already paid you twenty million dollars when you were making two. I know you just, but then you win an event and you walk away with nothing. There's nothing, but you already got the money. Yeah, but I just won today. Like, what do I? Well, that's why they. Pay, that's why they're paying so much money. I, I get it. I'm just saying it's fun to walk out with the car keys and you toss them to your caddy, or you know, Kevin Nod did that a few years ago, or Sam Burns got the uh, Firebird, whatever the hell he got the other day. You know, when you win, you still want to walk away with. Some, I have something now that I didn't have yesterday. You know? Yeah, I think they call it Wad Wednesday on the tour. It's when the direct deposit comes through. Wad Wednesday. What do you think Aaron Donald calls uh, that uh, big bank account? Aaron Donald's like, you know, <laughs> I have found my passion for football again. <laughs> I saw Schrager, who was clearly at the wedding. You see Sean McVay? Do you follow Sean McVay's wife on Instagram? Uh, I don't know if I do or not. Well, the, the wedding, I mean. He was there. Of- I saw a bunch of photos of McVay. He was definitely there. I mean, um, Schrager. Schrager. Yeah. I mean, Robert Woods. A lot of players were there. Uh, Donald was there. And he's like, do not get it twisted. He contemplated retirement. This was not a money grab. It's like, well, they just gave him $90 million. I mean, it wasn't not a money grab. And I'm not, I'm going to throw away the term money grab. I'm no longer going to use that. But it was, this was about the money, which there's nothing wrong with that. Just, it's okay. Like, why not just accept that you wanted a lot more money? You got it. And now you're playing football. 
Yeah, I mean, he was going to walk away from $55 million. Well, remember, he told everyone in 2014, buddies, friends, pals, parents, I'm playing eight years, and then I'm done. It's like, well, we didn't find out about that until after eight, until it came time to negotiate for year nine, though. Was he telling Shady McCoy and Brandon Marshall that? Or was That's that what he says, mind? yeah. But, I mean, no one said his rookie year, Aaron's eight and done. It's now that it's time to negotiate for year nine, that story comes out. Yeah, just I, I I haven't met that many humans that talk like that. Eight years and done. I guess maybe if you're in a crazy industry, like, hey, I'm going to Wall Street. I, I got ten years. I'm gonna go all out from twenty five to thirty five, and then I'm out. But so see, this is, this is what great. happens. People who talk like that then realize, like, shit, another three years, I can make another forty. I got three more years in me. And know. the next thing you know, you know. Well, that's why that's why scammers like Enron and Bernie Madoff can never stop. They're like, you know, we can just make a little bit more and then we're out. I, I think that's a pretty common. It's just it's no different. Like one more chip. Then I'm putting the bag away. It was always the weed dealer in high school. You know, he's like, yeah, you can't make this money working at McDonald's. Like, no, you can't. But you're going to the pokey when you get caught. That's why he's dealing behind Taco Bell. Didn't want to work. It's, it's, it's weird. Don't, don't even saying, where you, you know, where you eat. people watching this that are like 22 years old back when we were kids. To get a bag of weed, you had to meet someone in a parking lot where cops couldn't see because it was it was illegal. <laughs> right now, you just guy drives up, you give him a credit card, and you say thanks. <laughs> you you wait in line on a public street, yeah, for a building that's called like you know. And you go wait. My purchase was sixty dollars. Why am I paying a hundred? They're like, well, this tax, this tax. Gavin gets this money. You're like, Jesus. Yeah. Can you just tell me where the guy lot. is behind McDonald's? Rather be in a parking lot. Yes. Nobody fills out a golf shirt like Justin Herbert. You see Herbert was in the Angels jersey release video? No, I did not. The Angels put have a new jersey, and they, Justin Herbert's in it. Look good? Uh, the jersey looks awesome. But I did wonder a little, like, if you were Herbert, would you be like, I'm only going to do, you know, the Chargers are to the Rams what the Angels are to the Dodgers? And I don't know if I'd want to be a part of that. If I was Herbert, I'd be like, yeah, I'm only doing Dodger stuff. I don't want to be a second-class citizen in this you're town. Think, you're thinking of it, though, through the way we look at stuff. He is 100% not looking at it like that. I'd be no. like, oh, yeah, I'll go hang out with Mike Trout. On a beach? That's what it was. They shot it on a beach, so. It's not like he had to actually go to the game. Yeah, that's true. Didn't have to go anywhere. You're right, though. I would be like, hey, Dodgers need a guy to throw out first pitch. I'm your guy. Because what are they going to say? No to Justin Herbert to throw out a first pitch? They would have let him do it. I mean, especially it'd be like Herbert has been has been practicing and thinks he can break 89 miles an hour with this first pitch. And if I was in Herbert's representation, I'd be like, well, we will do the Yankee series, the Red Sox series, the Cardinal series, or the Giant series. That's it. Do they play any of those teams? Because if they Sunday do, Night Baseball, in. ESPN, <laughs> World Series game one. I'll do World <laughs> Series game one. Do they do first pitches for those? I don't feel like they do. I don't either. I feel it's like a middle of June thing. Did you see like, the video like a couple weeks ago where the guy was supposed to throw out the first pitch and Scherzer just took the mound before the ceremonial first pitch and the guy was just kind of standing there and they just they called him off the field like, come on, come off, come off, come off. He never got his first pitch. Sure, oh, Scherzer didn't budge. No, Scherzer like didn't even acknowledge that he was out there just whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> That's incredible. No, that's very max. I love that guy. He didn't just get like bit by his dog or something. He got hurt yesterday. Yeah, he, well, he claims it was, you know, he's in, he's injured and he went down. The dog was spooked and did a quick bite, you know, on the hang, hand, but said it's just a one day injury. Nothing too crazy. A, a one day. Okay. I honestly, if you told me Max Scherzer bit his dog back, I'd believe you. The dog with two different eye colors? Like I thought, you can't have that dog attack that guy, right? You know, Scherzer's dog has two different eyes, just like him. I didn't know that. Pretty sure he got a dog with the same eye situation as him. Are you sure that he didn't? The dog had two different eyes, and he wanted to be like the dog, so he instituted that. Or is that natural? His eyes. His eyes are natural, and I think the dog. He found a dog that has the same thing. So somehow. you're saying his eyes naturally are two different. One's brown, one's blue, or something. Yeah, yeah. That guy was just. Which I think would be a pretty cool feature to have. Um, I don't know. Really notice eye color to be honest. We never really have. Oh, look, look at you. <laughs> Blind to color, John. <laughs> Do you notice like, people's eye colors? Uh, I notice. I think probably notice like blue eyes. Yeah, not something I'm really paying. I've never paid Other attention than that. To. I couldn't tell you right now, like if you like real like you know quick Nick Bosa's eye color. Like I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd be better at like you know guess waist size, 
Brock up, you know, I mean, certain other features of humans. I, I probably, you know, drop down women, you know, high waisted. You just, you just check out like, I guess got fucking long legs. You'd be like, look at that high waisted. You're like, what chick is John talking about? Like, well, no, I, no. I, defensive end. I, I, I had taken an edible last week and I was scrolling on the internet and there was this picture. I think the Kings might've tweeted out that the, some magazine did the 75 greatest NBA teams of all time. And the 2002 Sacramento Kings cracked the list, you know, like in the seventies or whatever. I think, a, I think several teams that never won a championship, like on an individual year, some Suns teams. And it was the five guys all standing next to each other. It was Hito or I mean, Doug, Bibby, uh, Peja, Vladi, and Chris. And Chris is not as tall as you think. Chris is actually, and Peja are like the same. Chris is like six, eight. And Vladi's Peja's huge. And Doug is what? Six, seven. Doug, Peja, and, and Chris Weber, all similar size. And you go, Chris Weber was banging against guys seven feet, but he's actually probably a six, eighter. The difference, though, is Weber's fucking arms guy were as long as Vladdy's body. Weber's arms are freakishly long. I bet Chris Weber had arms that were like of a 7'2 guy. You know, and you realize he was not KG or Tim Duncan height, but his arms were freakishly long. I noticed things like that. Yeah. Key, key skill. Long-ass arms, man. Doug, sneaky bigger than you think. I mean, not to us. <laughs> But you know, but you know, just like him standing next to like a power forward, that happened. Like Clay stands next to Draymond, like Clay might have him by an inch. Yeah, just throws you off, and you realize, wait, that guy's a two, that guy's a four. Or but also, you don't rebound with the top of your head; you rebound with your hands. So, how far can you reach, and how far can you jump, yeah. and can you box out, and ask the round mound to rebound? Right. Exactly. Uh, all right, John. A few things to get to. We've got uh, some news. Well, I guess the first piece of news was the Niners changed their schedule, their mandatory OTA practices were supposed to be next week they move them to this week which means now if Debo skips out he gets fined if he doesn't show up Tuesday Wednesday Thursday all three practices are at 10 50 a.m so you know stay tuned Tuesday we'll have Kyle Shanahan's going to talk right after and then we'll be back on the tube on Tuesday afternoon with telling you what we saw at the OTA practice but so that's the first piece of news is the Niners moved their schedule around and I think I think we both agreed that it's safe to bet this will be the last three practices of the offseason till training camp. That this now replaces next week. Next week, week will not happen. Are not getting swapped out for, for voluntary. Yeah. They're just involuntaries, <laughs> and then we'll retire to the um, Red Bull Vodkas. You get a longer, a much longer break. Yeah. I looked it up before we hopped on because I had seen some numbers. How much does he get fined? And it's basically $90,000. And it's not 30-30-30. It's like a 15-30-45. So every day you miss, the fine goes up. And this this goes for any player around the league. I, I saw a headline today. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> NFL, sneaky, incredible job if you're a good player. You only have to show up from August 1st till your season ends and five other days. Not seven days, not a week. Really, you get to town Sunday afternoon. You're this rich. You, you, you private jet in. Monday, you're not even on the field. You're... You probably just BSing, eating some lunch, watching a little film. Then you practice for three days, and then you're done. You have five, like Trent Williams, Aaron Rodgers. Beside the six months, they work five days a year. The the other six months, that's a pretty good gig. And I think a lot of players of their ilk kind of do that, right? And then, look, I got no problem with it after witnessing what OTAs have become. But let's face it, the difference is Debo. Like you see, Trent was at the game too. Like Trent's here. Trent's going to be at practice. Uh, you know, I think there's still people question whether Nick's going to show up or not. I would expect Nick, you're not going to get fined. He will be there. Now, how much he does, who knows? But I, I do think the number one question, like, is Debo willing? Because as you told me, and I, I do think I've seen this too, the new CBA, they changed some rules because they didn't want to have to do like holdout means nothing. And I understand where the teams are coming from. Just make it black and white. Like we don't want to get to a point where we can't resend fines. Like if the you're going to make don't want to be in the position to have to resend fines. Yeah, just make it black and white. Like if it's voluntary, it's voluntary. And I think the biggest difference of OTAs when I got involved in the league, and definitely well before that, players always felt like you say it's voluntary, but that's bullshit. If I don't show up, you're pissed off, and it was true. And I think we've all been in jobs where like, yeah, you don't have to come in today, but it's like, yeah, I probably got to go in today. Where you just like. If you're not the boss, just tell me, do you need me in or do you not? And I think any bo- good boss can just be black. Like you have to come in today or you don't have to come in today. 
And I think that's where the NFL has gotten now. And it's like, they can't rescind these fines. So if you're going to skip, and it'll be interesting who around the league doesn't show up. I think most guys show up because it's like, why would you want to just pay 90 grand when it's three days of work guy? Three. Well, kind of three. I mean, the practice is slated to be about an hour long. I would imagine most practices are that way. Practices at 10.50 a.m. Kyle Shanahan talks to media at noon on Tuesday. So not going to be a very – it's not It's not a full day of, you know, do, it's not double days by any stretch. If, if, I was, if I was Debo's representation and knowing that they can't rescind the fine, I would say show up and do nothing. I think that's, I think that's the new thing, right? Because I, yeah. I don't blame Debo or Lamar. I cannot take a full speed rep under this contract. Especially after C.J. Beathard got uh, carted off the field on, on Monday at Jags practice. So I think it's significant if Debo's there because I do think if you're Debo and you are still hard line, I am, I am not playing for these guys, which you and I both agree is an illogical stance at this point given that there's really no motivation for the 49ers to move them and they would only look bad if they did it. So it's a double whammy. Um, but if you were him and you really wanted to take a hard line, you don't show up. And you just basically say, whatever we negotiate, whether I negotiate it with the 49ers and they pay me, or I negotiate it with another team because they've traded me. Again, I don't think that's going to happen. Bad logic, but I'm just saying from his perspective, you say, we'll work the $90,000 into the deal. Like, I'm not showing up. And then when I do my deal with the Niners, they're going to pay me an extra $90,000 as a way to make good. And this is just money. Or you could look at it like, I'm being fine 90, and this is money I'm spending to try and get an extra $4 million a year out of them later. And this is just an investment in my negotiation tactic. Cause I think if Debo showed up for a hold in, just, you know, standing there on the sideline, wearing a hoodie or whatever, um, that would feel pretty significant for a guy that told Jeff Darlington, I'm not going to play for this team again. If you show up, first of all, what is he wearing? If he shows up and is standing on the field, is he wearing a Niners shirt? Like to walk into that building again, says to me, uh, my, I have thought a little bit on the idea that I'm never playing for you again. But I think we all agree that that's been thrown out the window. That's where I've Well, it, we've, it's been thrown out the window from a Niners perspective. Like, I don't think there's any, I don't see how he's getting traded. I don't think it's happening, but it still requires him to acknowledge it and recognize it. And I think if he shows up, it's him recognizing a little bit like this is the team I'm on. He keeps going to Warriors games. Keeps going to Warriors games. Didn't really smile when they put him on the screen. Kind of like Michael B. Jordan. Did not want to be seen. Michael B. Jordan is getting a breakup or someone? Big breakup. I did a deep dive on this on uh, Monday morning. I thought this might come up today. Lori Harvey, who is Steve Harvey's daughter. Who's hot. Who who apparently has had, you know, someone did a great gift like Lori Harvey dating. And it was a little kid with like eight apples. Each apple had a bite taken out of it and just thrown to the side. She dumped him. They claim it was mutual, but... um, I don't know if Lori Harvey dated P. Diddy and one of his and his son. Lori Harvey, there was a soccer player that she was engaged to. Isn't briefly. Lori Harvey like 28? Not very. I, I was going to say even younger. Oh, 22, 25. Yeah, that, that was my guess. I didn't. P. Diddy's I, like 48. They, just they were photographed together. Um, I think there's a long line of like uh, gotcha. broken hearts uh, uh, left behind by Lori Harvey. She's a heartbreaker because everyone was like, you can see it in Michael B. Jordan's eyes. Yeah, it, I, I saw I saw a meme that was like. When you're heartbroken, you just want to cry in your bed, but the boys take you out for a night out and you don't want to any part of it. And he's just like so angry being there. I highly recommend a Lori Harvey Twitter search just for all the responses to that tweet. 25 years old. So anyway, um, makes sense. I guess you Debo. It's a tough position because part of the reason you wouldn't want to show up is because you may maybe maybe. And a lot of this with Debo, unfortunately, is we're, we're left to guess. Is that it is a it's an awkward situation, right? It's not that there was some anonymous report that Debo doesn't want to play there. Jeff Tarlington said, "I talked to Debo. Yeah, he wants to be yeah, traded." That's so long ago. They've talked since. The players have talked since. Like I, I think that report now is kind of irrelevant, given where we're at. Like that individual tweet and report. Um, I don't. I don't find I don't, it. I don't find the relevancy there now of the awkward situation when they've all communicated since. Yeah, I again, it's he has to he has to say what I said is no longer what I'm going to do if he shows up and signs a contract with them, which is fine. Like it's whatever life is filled with awkward situations. It's not that big of a deal, but I think it's significant if he shows up because it's a complete change in his public public 
presentation of the situation. I, I guess I don't look at his public situ- his stance anymore as like trade me or else. Like it feels like that's that's over. Like he's he lost. That's what it feels like. But again, he has done nothing publicly. Not a thing. Right? Yeah. Besides go to Warriors games. And that Vegas signing thing wearing wasn't he wearing like what was he wearing? Was he wearing something red, maybe, when he signed autographs at the draft? Don't remember, but yeah, I mean, I, I just look at it like I think it, everyone knows the stance now. I think the only question, I mean, knows like you're stuck here. The only question is like, will they pay them? Like that's where they're at. Like Debo's no, you're not getting traded. Like that that no. ship sailed, buddy. <laughs> like you lost. Has he if, accepted that? Is my question. Did, did you lose, or did you really care that much, or was it really just kind of throwing it out there, seeing the response? Because it wasn't, you know, I, I well, I, I think it's a little overrated how like hard of a stance he took. I know it was crazy because you don't usually see it happen that way, but it wasn't like trade me or else. But he said, yeah. he said, trade me. Yeah, that was three, four months. Ago. I understand. But that was what happened. Like, Two that's where this started. Like, it didn't start from some rant. It started when he said, trade me. That's where yeah. it started. And they now, said, no, you can't. Now, you can't lose when you sign a contract for $60 million. There's no L's in that or whatever his contract's going to be. And that's the reality is I think you're willing to do whatever it takes to sign a $60 million contract or a 70 million. You, you could argue you're saying it's an L for him. You could also. Argue no, no, I'm not saying it's an L at all. I'm saying the second he signs a contract, it's a win. No, you're saying it's an L for him and his stance. If he just, if he capitulates and sh- does a hold in and shows up, I, you could also argue like, look at Kyler, you know, there's this, maybe you just take some time, take a deep breath, think, be tactful about your decision and approach it a little bit differently to try to get paid. I think that's a good way to look at it. My first tactic of strong arming these guys didn't work. But again, the one thing we don't know with him is wouldn't John and Kyle it? probably recommend that we'd love to have you around the Absolutely. guys. We'd want you here. Yeah. Please come. Absolutely. You don't you can stand on the sideline. Uh I do you think know, you have to wear team apparel. The, the, <laughs> you can't wear just like uh what was when what was the finals game that Mahomes was wearing like a map or the was it the Western Conference Finals? Yeah, against the Warriors, Mahomes wore like a Mavs jersey. His wife wore like a Balenciaga jersey or something like she was picking no team other than high fashion. That's my squad. Uh, yeah, I mean, part of it to your point that we don't really know with him is was it all a negotiating tactic or did he really was there a point in time where he said there was a zero percent chance I'm back on the 49ers and he has since had to ch- change that perspective? It's a million dollar question. We don't know, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right? No. Once he shows up, they get him. Once they do a contract, he gets paid. Nobody, there's nothing to really complain about. Yeah. And I think part of this, to your point about the awkwardness or why there shouldn't be any, is the Niners, for their part, Kyle and John, have been effusive in what they've said about him publicly. Like, I don't know if you saw the clip today. Darvin Ham got introduced. Shout out to Darvin Ham, by the way. Ham. Darvin Ham got introduced as the uh, new Lakers coach. I, I, I saw someone said a uh, future name was uh, Darvin. Haberman and Middlecoff. Or it was the it was the first comment. It was Darvin Hammond Middle. <laughs> that was pretty good. good. That's good. Did you see the clip where somebody asked him about Russell Westbrook? He started going on and on and on about how Russell Westbrook's one of the greatest players in the league. And then wow. the camera at the press conference cuts, and Russell is there watching the press conference. Which of course Darvin knows, right? Yeah. So same deal. Like, what what do you who cares what anybody else thinks other than you're trying to, you got to coach this guy. You're my boy. <laughs> so my fake, MySpace back in 2002 was Darvin ham. Uh, Milwaukee buck. Was that TV's on? Yeah, it was a buck. So I don't know. I mean, I think it's in, obviously it's in everybody's best interest for him to show up. It would be a pretty big jump, I think, from being a total hard line to then not ever actually missing anything. I guess my, my, my point is, I as of recording this, no clue if he'll show up. Mayoko thinks he's not going to be there. I think most people assume he's not going to. I don't think it would be that crazy if he's there, I guess my point, because I, I don't think he's on some crazy stance. I think that died. I don't think it'd be crazy if he's there either, but I think it would be. I do think it, it would. would be I, 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 it would be very significant. I just don't think people view him like some hardcore stance. Like it's it's this or else. That's not what it feels like. Well, it can't be point. that, right? Oh, yeah. He lost now. Though. Yeah, it, it can't be that now. Uh, now, he could be complaining to them about Garoppolo's getting an excused absence. Where's my excused absence? And I guess the Niners would say, well, these are two different situations. We don't want Jimmy here, and we do want you here. 
the Niners could excuse him. I mean, that is one thing they technically could do. They uh, could, but G- I doubt they would. I mean, part of this is want to get this figured out. The Jimmy thing isn't really that crazy. Like he's not, he's rehabbing. They don't want him around. I, I think this brings into play if they can't trade him by the time training camp starts, would they open training camp by doing this, excusing his absence while he trains on his own? Because uh, I, I still believe that under, I, I don't believe that you can have him taking second team reps. You and I talked about that. I think you kind of thought they could. Uh, I just think, I don't think it's as, I don't, I think it's crazy. I don't think it is the circus. That's where we do. I don't think it becomes a circus necessarily. I, I, I think it's a circus for a young guy that's never been a starting quarterback. And I think that's a lot to ask him with that shadow of him just like looks over there and maybe Jimmy's breaking some bread with some other starter. It's just a weird situation. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. And I, I do think now it's on the table that they just open up camp maybe for a week just to just to canvas, see if a guy goes down or two and just maybe do that. Like that to me, that's the first thing I thought of was like going into training camp. Would it be shocking if for two weeks, you know, July 30th, they show up or 28th. They're on the field August 1, and from like August 1 to August 12th or 14th, Jimmy is just away as they just wait. Jimmy just working out in like non-logo gear. Exactly. Throwing with some college kids or, you know, some, you know, USFL type guys. Looking I, I don't like, even uh, know what he'd be doing, but. Looking like Justin think, Thomas after Polo dropped him. Do you think that'd be on the table? Stuff. Uh, Yes. Because I, I don't yes. think if if they're all in on Trey, which I'm going to assume they are right now after watching it, and I, I think they are. And I, I do also not think, think Jimmy Garoppolo is taking another rep at a 49er practice ever again in his life. They're also done playing the game of saying, well, we could keep Jimmy, right? Kyle Shanahan said two weeks ago we're going to trade him. And we were at the press conference where he said it. And I'm sure tomorrow when he gets asked about the unexcused absence, maybe it will, it will be Big J's. Could this possibly go into training camp with this move as an unexcused absence? If uh, you know, because excuse part of it, absence, wouldn't you? Say, yeah, excuse. Part of it's an easy one. He's injured; he can't throw, so it's it's an easy one to do for them. What about like Jimmy's full go? What about when that tweet happens? You're sitting month, there having a cervezas. Right. July fourth, rap sheet. Happy America Day. And by the way, Jimmy Garoppolo, his agent says full go. So there's no like, well, you know, Jimmy's not ready. No, Jimmy's been full go since. July 4th or whatever the date happens. It could be the end of June. That tweet's coming over summer break, right? A rap sheet chef. Yes, Jimmy Garoppolo it, has been cleared it, and good to go. The second it happens, it's it's uh, Don Yee telling the Niners, all right, time to move, and telling all the other teams out there, time to move. Because the 49ers also want that information out. It, it behooves everyone to get, like, Jimmy's full yeah. go. Do you yeah. think we get a video, like, to Schefter tweet with a video of a couple throws? Maybe shirt off? Subway sandwich in the back, product placement, or do you, yeah, just, deep, get, deep you just get the tweet? Deep ball, or you just get the tweet? Throwing from a roof in like Huntington Beach across the street. Yeah, Kyle. Like, that is at his VRBO. Just playing catch with Shanahan. What is a VRBO again? It's same as Airbnb. For whatever reason, that's where my my parents always go VRBO. I don't know why. Same same concept. Same exact thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, if you were Debo, could you ask for the excused absence? I, you probably can't. I mean, you can ask for anything, but because it did cross my mind to your original point on this is, um, you know, does does it help you get something done with Debo if you treat him this way? Like, would Debo appreciate that? And um, I don't think you. I don't think you can do that because now you're set, a. You don't want to set the precedent. Right, that anybody who holds out, we've excused a guy from a holdout before because Jim Garoppolo is not a holdout. Debo, it's potentially is a holdout, right? Yeah. And what you're doing is creating the loophole to go back to the way the NFL used to be, where we could refund your fines, basically, um, if eventually your tactic works and we sign you to a contract. And I don't think you want to establish that precedent. No, I agree. So. Uh, Nick Bosa. I mean, Joey shows up last week. Joey showed up to voluntary, right? Yeah. But Joey's got a contract. 
Joey makes uh, a lot. I think $27 million. Joey year, so maybe they're like, hey, Joey, could you give us just two weeks of your time, please? Just two weeks. We're paying you 27 a year. Just two weeks, buddy. It's just for the, like, if we get a couple Instagram vines or whatever we yeah, just reels couple, out of it. a couple reps with you and old Khalil just running around together. We just, we'd feel comfortable with that. Again, $27 million a year. We, we did it. <laughs> Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. Butcherbox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, Promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M. Save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, here's the latest uh, on uh, Monday from Rap Sheet, Ian Rappaport. Aaron Donald's contract, he's not retiring. No new years were added to his deal, but he got a $40 million raise over his previous contract, which carried a base salary of just $9.25 million this year. His new contract guarantees him $95 million over the next three years. 65 in the first two, and then 30 in year three. So a little more in the first two, whatever. I don't know if it's exactly, 
you know, 32 and a half, 32 and a half, 30, but it's 95 million over three years. His three year cash flow is the highest in NFL history. Higher than Josh Allen, higher than Mahomes. That's what I read right before we hopped on, which is pretty wild, right? For an interior defensive lineman. Yeah. I think many will consider one of the great defensive players when it's all said and done. If he has, I'd say if he has a couple more years and they make a couple more playoff runs, his resume would be pretty special. <laughs> yeah, there was never going to be, even if he doesn't do anything else, if he had retired after eight years, a conversation about his career length, right? When yeah. it comes to and, Hall of Fame candidacy. Well, and wouldn't you say one thing he's really got going for him, then like, let's say J.J. Watt, who I'd say is one of the best players of the last decade. How many playoff games J.J. really been in? A couple, right? I mean, he's lost a lot in the first round. Aaron Donald's been to multiple Super Bowls ton of playoff games, a Super Bowl champion. Like he's, yeah, I've been to multiple Super Bowls and I was the best player on both of our Super Bowl teams. <laughs> I mean, I, I helped have the game winning play in the NFC championship game. Like he has some memorable NFL moments. Yeah. Right. The Burrow sack. I mean, it's just, once you win the Super Bowl on that play. Yeah. When, what when the NFC championship like Jamar Chase was open. You can say back-to-back games. He won in the NFC Championship game in the final play, and he won in the uh, Super Bowl in the final play. Yeah. Good news for Daniel Brunskill, the Aaron Donald stopper, but um, bad news for everybody else. Alex Mack's like, please. <laughs> and, good, and good news. Yeah, I know. And good news for uh, Nick Bosa. So um, what? how does this affect the way you view a Nick Bosa contract? Well, don't we look at a little bit like Debo with the, with the older guys that got signed, Tyreek and Devontae, like – Debo doesn't have that much in common with them because he just hasn't been doing it nearly as long. Like ultimately Aaron Donald feels like he's been elite since the moment he got to the league, but he's definitely been elite like a year or two in and for like six straight years, a long period of time of like, yeah, he's locked all pro pro bowl and probably going to win the defensive player of the year, which I think he's done three times. So I I just don't know. I, I think his comp is more his brother that contract with like an extra little 5% inflation kicker than it is this. Let me ask you this. If Mike Sando did his tiers list for receivers and defensive linemen, Aaron Donald would obviously be on tier one. Would Nick Bosa be on tier one? I think so. Yeah, I do too. If he did his tiers list for receivers, would Debo Samuel be on tier one? Probably not. I think he'd be on tier two. Cause don't you think a lot of people don't you think a lot of people would be like, well, Kyle's not our coach. You know, we, we, it would be, you know, who would be Devante, Jamar, Justin, Tyreek might be the group, right? Yeah. No digs. He'd be a fringe one, but I, I think a lot of people would be like, Kelsey. I mean, you could probably put him there. So I just, I just think that's where I think they're a little different category. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes those tiers are very, sometimes like there's a tier two, it's like one guy or whatever, but. Um, I think that, everyone that's would what I acknowledge think they're a little Debo's different. a remarkable player, but they're like, you know, I don't know if our coach would know what to do. Nick Bosa, any coach, any scheme he could play in. He's like Khalil Mack. I think he's Joey Bosa. He's Aaron Donald. Plug Trent, play. Wo- Trent Williams. I'd put say Trent Williams, non-player. He'd be in tier one of just players. Doesn't matter the scheme. Doesn't matter what your coach asks him to do. He's going to dominate. That to me is where Nick Bosa falls under, where it's like ultimately – Debo, I think they don't want to get bent over. Like they, they want to feel almost like they won, or like it's very, it's a team friendly deal. Even if we're paying you a lot, I think they know they're going to wave the white flag with this guy and pay a shitload of money. That there's not much negotiation. So the question is, what would be viewed as the right offer? Well, Thirty million a year, the, especially yeah, if it's a year from now. Don't you just do the Khalil Mack like a super long or Aaron Donald like a six year extension? So and basically, you it's like you're in this years. position. Yeah. Whereas like five years in, you're like four years in, you go, oh yeah, okay, 30 million. Now you're being underpaid. We'll give you a little bit of a raise. But we're not, that's what you liked about the Aaron Donald deal, right? Is that you're not adding any years to it. It's expensive, but you're not tying yourself in any longer. Because remember, we talked about like, you know, it's a shitty spot for him if they got to rip it up and give him a new $120 million deal and tie themselves five years. That's not what this is. This is actually probably one of the easier contracts the Rams have ever signed. I just Well, because it was a simple deal. And it was as simple as, do we want him back or not? Because if we want him back, this is what it's going to cost. Yeah. They want him back. And they want him back. They need him back. But the 49ers, they are very, very dependent on. I was like, what What's what number is Nick Bosa? Just 97. 97, yeah. He's 
he's pretty key to what they do. He's an elite player. I mean, he's he's pretty special. And that's just and that position, you know, where George Kittle gets screwed, Nick Bosa. If you're a good pass rusher, you strike oil. Well, if you said to Kyle Shanahan, you can keep one, and the other it, one's gone. I don't even think he'd hesitate. You think he'd tick Nick Bosa over nineteen? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you, if you put a gun to his head, it's and wild. Like, you, ha- you have to trade one right now. Debo would get traded. Here's the thing. I think if you said both of them will give you six more great years. In that scenario, I think he might take Debo. I would consider Debo in that scenario because he's I would, so unique. He's so hard to uh, replace. I, I would not just because it's so much. It's not so much easier. It's easier for me to find an offensive weapon than it is a pass rusher. They just don't exist, guy. Yeah, you not, have to get not on top three. Not on an all pro level. Yeah, but I think you could also argue maybe they're a little overvalued on this on on the 49ers team that like produces fifth round defensive linemen kind of playmakers. What if somehow what if like I'm just going to throw this out there. He's claimed doesn't want to be a defensive coordinator, but what if I don't let's just assume he's from the south and I told you, you know, NC State offers Chris Kasurik the head coaching job or just some like there's yeah. just not a guarantee that you're just keeping him for life. Right. Like you are very dependent on that human being. Like you lose him wouldn't you say it would be pretty like I, I'm not gonna I'm gonna assume he's not gonna become a defensive coordinator because he said that, but like he, I don't know what college. What if there's like a program offered him a head job? I, I don't know. We've seen yeah. crazier. I, and you could argue if you're a head coach who controls one side of the ball, you should always put you should over correct on the other side of the ball, right? Like Andy Reid should spend the most money on his non quarterback, most money on a defensive star because he can't control that side of the ball. You could argue that. I I guess my my ultimate point is like I don't think it would be as crazy as it sounds with Debo and part and what it illuminates to me is part of the question with Debo is can you do this for six more years? Because I think with Nick Bosa there's not really much can you do what Nick Bosa does for six more years? Yes, the answer to that question is yes, you can. He went to Texas Tech, and he's from Texas. Now Texas Tech just. They clearly just got a new coach because they fired Matt Wells last year. Yeah, they hired uh, Sonny Cumbie, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I no clue who that is, but I, I mean, they hired kind of a random guy. But my point is, like, what if, yeah. if, Texas, if Texas Tech, you know, K-State, you know, one of those type programs where he's from, you just never know. I mean, he'd become a head coach and pay him $5 million a year. Maybe not, you know, $4 million bucks a year. Yeah. He's making a ton now. He's got a good gig. That to me is the only way you lose them, but I, I don't feel that confident that like I don't think you can just pencil in like Chris Kasurik's going to be their defensive line coach as long as Kyle Shanahan. Like, yeah, devalue rare. devalue the talent you get because you have Chris Kasurik and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, that's fair. I think they're very very lucky. And sometimes like uh, the Eagles, they took um, Stoutland from Alabama right when I got the, right when I got fired. He's their offensive line coach t- a decade later and probably is the highest paid offensive line Jeff? coach in the league. Jeff Stoutland, yeah. And he's elite. I mean, they took the rugby guy, turned him into a premium tackle. I would say that's kind of an outlier. Like, how many, if we went around the league and we just like, who are the top 10 position coaches? But most of them haven't been on their team longer than three or four years, right? Well, I mean, how long was Dante Skarnecchia in one place? But I'd say he's a clear outlier. But the top 10 position coaches are all outliers. Yeah, but they usually get opportunities to become coordinators. To become coordinators, yeah. Um, he would be number one. He retired, and he was, you know, I think many would say he was a huge key to their success. Howard Mudd. It, it does happen sometimes with line guys because they one don't thing. become coaches, head coaches. And they don't necessarily, some they get paid a shitload of money. A lot of times they sneaky get paid like coordinators, and they just kind of love their unit. <laughs> like more than their family. Like they truly like resonate with those guys in a weird way, like more than any other human beings that they'll ever meet in their life. They just want to be in their little bubble. They just want to be with like their eight guys in the trenches. They're able to scream unfiltered. There's just not, it's remember Jonathan Martin when he like freaked out. The reason that was such a big deal is you never see like offensive linemen, like not be able to take it, you know? And that, yeah, it's just usually offensive and defensive linemen. Part of the gig is like, we're going to get our ash chewed 
every day. Trent Williams, like, yeah, I don't even listen. You know, he just yells. I just block. <laughs> He's but not so yelling even, at me. Yeah, he probably isn't getting yelled at. <laughs> How often do you think Trent Williams has been yelled at in the last like five years of his playing career? I mean, <laughs> less than five times. Can't All the off. drills that require yelling, they sit Trent out of them anyway, probably. So, so how many times? How many times do you think like Aaron Donald, Khalil Mack, been yelled at in the last like five years? Aaron, Khalil, maybe Khalil, everyone, Khalil, a little bit more. Probably. When's yeah. the last time Aaron Donald's been like called out by a coach? You think Brandon Staley was screaming at him? Uh, no. So, uh, $130 million over six years since you said the Khalil Mack contract is $180 million. I think the 49ers would do a long term contract with Bosa, don't you? And just spread the cash out. Yeah. Yeah. With Debo, I think they would do the opposite. They would try to just like, let's just get it in right now and see what happens. <laughs> and if we pay him again in three years, fine. He's, I, I get that. He's not going to want less than four years. I think it's going to get pretty ugly. You could argue maybe it's gonna get uglier. Excuse him before you start talking. Because we, you could, you're right. Because the point is, you haven't. Maybe what set him off was the first offer. If, has there not been a discussion since then about what this is going to cost and how much they want to pay? Right. What would, what would your reaction be tomorrow? Practice if Debo walked over and got behind Grant and started messing with him. <laughs> is Grant pro pay him or anti pay him? You know, if, if you're anti Debo Samuel, I think we got uh, we got a question whether you know what you're talking about. I think everyone I've ever seen talk about Debo Samuel is pretty pro Debo as a player. <laughs> it well, was hard it's easy to, to be pro Debo too because no one's suggesting you make him the highest paid receiver, right? Part of it, yeah. But like, are we talking John Robinson to AJ Brown? Can we get you for sixteen million dollars? What if he gets a text like on his way out to the field? Glad you're there. Thanks for showing up. You know, from his agent. Just talk to Parag. We just talked first offer, 19.5 per year, like as he's walking out. And then he sees John Lynch. Like, John, John. I would love a good contract negotiation on the field. That's, I feel, I bet that. Uber's a helicopter to pick him up from the practice field. I feel like that happened probably more in the 70s, 80s, and maybe even the 90s. Of just, yeah, just like, fuck you, man. I ain't, you ain't paying, just. That is so less likely to happen now, and I would, I'd pay money to see an, a, a blow up. Shanahan hits him with a, "You got to talk to John Lynch about that. I got nothing to do with it, Debo." Yeah, Debo's like, "I know you call the shots. I know you're the decision maker. I know what starts and ends with you, Kyle. I put my trust in you. You put your trust in me, and now you're screwing me. I got some. Someone sent me some text messages." Did you send another agent? They took a screenshot because that yeah. happens now. <laughs> I saw what happened to AJ. I know you told John Robinson he did a good deal and that you like Traylon Burks too and you thought about it. Kyle's like, you want to be a Jet? You want to be a Jet? And the whole place is going silent. Kaserik is just running. Kaserik's running <laughs> drills with his guys. Doesn't even flinch, like screaming at some little undersized D tackle to get off. Trent, Trent Williams is in flip-flops. Didn't even think about wearing Purdy's trying to get Ayuk to run some route. Brandon's like, man, just <laughs> give me a minute. I'm watching. It, it would be great. Jed's in Aruba. Media, like, trying to film under their arm. Yeah. No, no filming! This is not go out to the public. Uh, the old days of the NFL. Uh, John C. on the stream says, Chris Biederman said in his podcast, he made it sound like Debo was the one that told people that Trey, quote-unquote, wasn't it. Well, we got to start working on that relationship, you know. Time to get those guys to be buddies. May not be. They may not have a choice. <laughs> what if Debo did a hold in and it was like, "I want Jimmy. Where's I want Jimmy? Can you? I mean that that would be better than a scream about money. Just FaceTiming Garoppolo Jimmy. from the sideline. You got to get here, man. I want Jimmy while Chase taking reps. You just telling people like, I don't know. I, are we sure we? There's not a competition, Sudfeld? I mean, is it just me? No one else sees it? Yeah. What if he just does a press conference and he only talks about Sudfeld and Purdy? Like a T.O. style? Like in the, remember in the driveway doing sit-ups with, with Drew? Yeah, what team was he? Was he on the Eagles when that happened? Yeah, what happened was is that he was being such a malcontent at training camp and he kicked him out. And this is like August 10th, says leave. They kicked him out of training camp. 
So he went home and did the sit-ups in his driveway while training. I mean, training camp. It was the middle of training camp because I think he wanted a huge contract extension. Did you see? Did I send you the story, Deshaun talking about McNabb? Or did you have you seen yeah, that? Yeah, I, I didn't, but I mean, I hadn't seen it, but you sent it to me. Yeah, he called Donovan the cheapest rich guy he's ever met, something like that. Yeah. Clearly, I, I didn't quite realize this, but Donovan and Deshaun didn't like each other. Well, Deshaun made the Pro Bowl. He became the first player to make the Pro Bowl at two different positions, or the first receiver to maybe start at two different positions. Must have been returner and receiver back to back years. And he's like, and then he so Mike Vick clearly told Deshaun this story because McNabb told Vick like he doesn't deserve to be a Pro Bowler, and so he was pissed about it. He said McNabb used to charge. He would have like a white party, everyone dressed in white, and tickets were twenty five dollars, and he would charge his teammates to come. So if you want some people like you want two tickets, like yeah, that'd be twenty five bucks each. I don't know if he was the most well liked guy by the like the, that younger crew when they came. Like you could tell Shady was like, tell him, tell him. Like they didn't like they didn't like him. Shady was like, oh, I, I love this story. I love every guy. There's always like a cut during a story. It's like, you remember Hank Basket? And Brandon Marshall's like, Hank Basket. <laughs> and then they cut to Pac-Man. He's like, Hank Basket. <laughs> you know what they were all thinking when they They're all thinking that. about Kendra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's some good Hank Basket stories that we haven't uh, gotten in on. Yeah, I mean, he Donovan got some strays there. there he, he not he, strays. He, they were direct hits. I mean, yeah. clearly he is not love. I, I, I love too when a guy like is about to talk shit, but was like, listen, I don't know what other guy said about this. I'll never, I don't care. Like, it's not, I'm just telling you from my perspective. It's 17 other people hated him too. That's not my opinion, but this is my opinion. I can't stand the motherfucker. You know, I know, but he's like, I got no issue with him, but he's the cheapest rich guy I've ever met. And he told Michael Vick that I suck, but I got no problem with him. I don't speak. By, by the time those guys got there too, he was kind of old and over the hill. And I think he was like a bitter former pro bowler. You know, not everyone handles the 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 swan the last couple of years of your career when you're no longer in the peak as well as some. When the young guy comes in and doesn't treat you, right? Like one one of Deshaun's things was like, but they had some party and McNabb was like, what bottle of champagne are you going to buy me? Deshaun was a rookie. Deshaun's like, I'm not buying you shit. I'm a rookie. What are you talking about? I'm oh. Deshaun acting like he's a tough guy. <laughs> well, he's like, you know, where I'm from, like, I'm not getting pushed around. That was kind of his thing. Like, he is a tough yeah. guy. Like, I'm from LA. Yeah, that was his thing. It's like, I'm not getting punked into some rookie. He's like, I didn't do anything. I never bought one rookie meal. Like, you're not hazing me. I was like, well, yeah. Andy did have a no haze policy, but just because it makes everything so much easier. Now, I don't just, I don't even think hazing exists anymore. I, I mean, think the rookie meal, maybe that thing maybe exists, but even that, like, you guys are so rich. How are you not just. What are we doing here? I think rookie hazing used to be like, I tie you to the top of the goalpost and we throw baseballs at you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to light your feet on fire and see if you can put it out with like uh, two ounces of water. Like, I mean, rookie hazing used to be like really, really mean. It wasn't like bring McDonald's to the plane. Like, that's easy. Like, I, to me, is that even hazing or is that just part of like being? I mean, now guy? filling some guy's car with popcorn is like going too far, which actually yeah. I, do, I actually do think that particular prank is stupid. There's so much effort, man. I just want to get my car, go home. I, like, I got to clean well, up that, the popcorn. That's why, car, you, like, that's why you do it. It's so stupid. The one that sucks is when prank. they tape you to the goalpost. <laughs> when was the last time that prank happened? Like I not feel, in Texas eight-man high school football. I feel like five, seven, ten years ago on hard. It's definitely happened on a hard knocks before, but it might have been like when we were in college. But even to me, like a hard knocks is a little different because it's a little funnier. And it's like there's someone there who's going to untape you right after they finish filming it. Like, you can't be too mean on camera because then you look like such a dick. You just make it kind of funny. It's pretty funny in hard knocks when the guy has like 18 pairs of shoulder pads like this and walking down. <laughs> that one's always, or like seven helmets, you know? <laughs> That's always a good one. It's like, hey guys, we got an equipment car right here that has a huge flatbed that we can just lay all the shit. We pay like, no, seven people carry. to do this, right? We pay a bunch of people to do this. But what are you going to do? Yeah. All right. Uh, so we'll head down to uh, Niners practice on Tuesday morning. We'll hear Kyle Shanahan speak. It will be at his press conference and uh, call that boots on the ground. And then we'll be back here on the tube and on the podcast streets. Um, Let's do it. Making it rain. Making it rain. Thanks for all of your uh, contributions. Everybody listening. Everybody liking. Everybody subscribing. Everybody sharing. Everybody hating. Uh, No publicity. Bad publicity. And um, yeah. That's Phil. Appreciate that's Phil. Do you think Phil waited Mickelson? Yes. To let other guys catch the heat? Well, 
I just think I I think he strategically told me just announced the week of the it always got back to him like there was no avoiding the heat for him but if you're him why not just wait till this week you also give the PGA Tour as little warning as possible that you're coming to the U.S. Open right after right the U.S. Opens next week yeah I I do think I would imagine the PGA Tour assumed that he was going no matter what. But it caught, but when you put it on, on, what I mean is you put it on paper, like I'm going to this live event and then I'm coming to the PGA. Yeah. Well, he wrote in his uh, statement, I'll yeah. play in, I'm playing in majors. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, motherfuckers, which, I'm back. Which, which the Masters is not a, they're not all the same, right? Like a couple well, of not, them are not. Well, one, he's got lifetime exemptions in the two because he's a champion. No, right? I know, but I'm saying not, they're not all PGA events. No. I think this is the only one. The player, well, the players is separate. I he retired from the PGA. I think him and Kevin Na retired from the PGA Tour. <laughs> so Kevin Na, you know, they, they reti- yeah. like. I don't think I saw someone tweet around golf today. I think today Phil Mickelson basically just acknowledged I'm never playing on the PGA Tour again. Like you, you'll never see him at like Riviera, you know, or Arnold Palmer. Like he's done with the PGA Tour. But the four majors yes. and the live for money, which. He is 51. Who even cares? I, I don't even blame him. You could argue the 200 million they gave him, they've already made, like, for free, he's already done a lot of publicity work for them. Like, him becoming controversial was better for Live Golf than if it had gone smoothly. Well, I, what are the chances that a bunch now of videos... Like, renegades and, like, am I supposed to even be watching this? Well, what's your guess? Like, you know, the USFL and, the, the like, this weekend highlights with the golf... Live London, Phil, DJ on Twitter accounts and Instagram. Hi. Yeah, I think it. people are going to be fascinated to see what this looks like. <laughs> Big time. I think there are going to be a lot of. Well, like, here's what they don't want. They don't want Dustin to win this thing by like 17 strokes. 17's high, but you want a good event and you'd like these guys to kind of be in the mix. Actually, three rounds of golf fits Phil's lifestyle better. I know. It's on. I mean, I'll peek at YouTube. Now, no cut doesn't feel fit. You know, you like to just, if there's a cut and you're playing shitty that day, just get out of Dodge. No cuts. You got to play three days of golf no matter what, you know? I think it's team event. I mean, I think a lot of people don't exactly know what it's, it's going to be. It's a team event? Well, that's what that. originally it was supposed to be, but I don't know if it still is. I mean, I don't think a lot of people quite have know they? What, do they know? Has Liv figured they, it out? Well, I mean, you they think these crew? guys are going just, yeah, I don't know. Huh. Just on YouTube with a camera? <laughs> Yeah, just we're streaming. Hey, hey like Phil, the, uh, can you give us uh just we're behind you. He's got like the hearts, you know, from like uh, uh, the Twitter stream. Can you imagine the comments on their YouTube? If they're live on YouTube, like you can comment. You can lock it out. That's what MLB does when they stream Major League Baseball games is is they lock it out. Why would Liv even care? Yeah. I, just you I don't want somebody moderating it. You just have a few people. But. When does that start on Friday? I mean, shotgun. I mean, I don't know what time shotgun starts usually start, like noon, <laughs> 10. What's well, in? It's overseas. So. Yeah, you have breakfast. First. Every shotgun start I've been to, you have breakfast first, then somebody talks to everybody. everybody yeah, then all the, car- all the carts go out. All the, the carts go out. <laughs> everybody gets their 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 uh, ball marker. Yeah. You get Three teas yeah. and some balls. Everyone's got their coffee in their hand. Yeah, everyone's, yeah, exactly. Breakfast burrito. You're smashing that on the first hole. Uh, I hear there's an opening in Vegas. Yes, Brett Musburger has retired. Saw that story. Did he retire about that? He tweeted that he's stepping away. In fairness to Brent, he is really, really old, right? I think he's over eighty, right? I think he's eighty-five. We've looked at that. You see that thing I uh, Instagrammed of the Deshaun. the Deshaun play against Tennessee, like one of the most that return where he like crosses the field and takes it to the house. Cal Tennessee, What's like 07. Recently? I, I, I Instagram storyed it. Yeah, it was just like recently. A, yeah, like now this was a couple days ago. Oh, okay. But like, but on that highlight, it was it was the game of the day because Cal was like 10, Tennessee was 13. It was week one at Cal. You know, they had done the home and home. It was Musburger and Herbie. And Musburger still sounded like. This is 15 years ago. I mean, Brent, he's 83, so he would have been – he was old then. He's 83 years old, guy. Wow. 83. So we got hired at 81, as GT on the stream says. No, he's been – Papa's 80. been doing it. It's been three years, right? 
Papa's first year of the Super Bowl year? I thought so, yeah. Yeah, I think so. You think you're right. Yeah. I remember seeing him at that Super Bowl and he was not too totally comfortable. You see the yeah. clip I posted today from two weeks from two months ago when Papa was on talking about how no, Garoppolo exactly. just like you remember he gave us the hypothetical. He's like, you know, Deshaun Watson not gonna oh, yeah. play this year, they'll suspend them. Garoppolo would be the Browns. And I was just I just pulled I went and found it and and posted it today. And I was just, you know, Greg's got big liner logo on the hat. Just just happy. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be? Yeah, he's good. He's good. So uh, yeah, I don't know who they're gonna hire. I've heard so I've heard some uh behind the scenes things that uh probably can't share at the moment. Maybe one maybe one day. Have they reached out to you? No. <laughs> you, think I did, the, you think you're on their list? Uh I had a conversation with somebody just a buddy of mine who calls games. And uh he was like, if they call me, I'm gonna tell them only if Middlecoff is my analyst. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. We got some. We'll see what happens. We shall see, John. Let's keep on. Keep on. I'm going to hit end broadcast, and then I'll tell you what I've heard. Milk off. Peace. <laughs> All right. Later, everybody. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.